Peace, good people. The little one and I just got back from a Target run while Felicia was setting up for the podcast, and I got to tell you about what I learned while I was there. Target is partnering with HBCUs, shout out to Hampton, HU, to support the next generation of black talent. One of the ways Target is teaming up with HBCUs is through the Target HBCU Design Challenge, where HBCU students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. And if you want to see the winners, check back during Black History Month. Well, Black History Month is every month, but specifically February to see the latest designs that will be featured in Target 2022 Black History Month collection. Celebrate your legacy. Invest in the future. Together, we are Black Beyond Measure. And be sure to visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. It can be a dark world sometimes. Don't be afraid to be a source of light. It can be a dark world sometimes. Don't be afraid to be a source of light. Peace, good people. Peace. How are you feeling today? feeling good Riga how are you present and wonderful uh, mm-hmm. grateful mm-hmm. grateful for the community that extends this invitation to us to hold this space soul affirmations grateful for the black love podcast community and the family mm-hmm. and grateful for the listeners mm-hmm. right yes that's that's how I'm situated today I'm it. in a real stride of gratitude Yes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of soul affirmations with Felicia and Kariga with Kariga and Felicia and our listeners thank you all so much and thank you for the way you've been showing up for us recently through feedback showing up in our world showing up and sharing space with us mm-hmm. is really valuable mm-hmm. fee mm-hmm. i want to share today's affirmation for your affirmation here we go <laughs> but this one comes from your text and i've been finding myself in this text so regularly mm. so thank you for offering this to us uh, I'll be reading from the Soul Affirmations text, the toolkit for mothers who are investigating grief's process. And okay. we'll be reading from page 44. Okay. Page 44 reads, sometimes the art is showing up to the day differently than you've done before. Wow. Sometimes the art is showing up to the day differently than you've done before. Mm. Yeah, I can feel that. In fact, I feel much like an artist today. <laughs> uh, showing up differently today, it feels good. Yeah. For you have, um, what brings us to this one? How do we get here? Man, I actually vividly remember that one coming to us by way of therapy. And I was trying to find ways to be creative in the middle of the grief. I don't know if you remember Mm -hmm. that very specifically, but my day, each day, I was looking for a way to show up creatively. I felt like I didn't have any output. Hmm. Hmm. Do you remember that? So would this include like the knitting and things like that? Yeah, man. I was looking to have some form of creative output and I did not want to sit in my grief. So you might find also in this text another affirmation that affirms and they they showed up at the same time of my processing but it was not wanting to be here does not change needing to be here mm-hmm. and right after that came sometimes the art is showing up to the day differently than uh, you've done before uh-huh uh-huh 
So, yeah, it came with me being okay with not doing something on a particular day, not having a, a creative output. Hmm. Um, I had the knitting. Which was fire, by the way. I, <laughs> like I'm trying to just listen and let her express, but she was knitting these fire blankets. I was trying to. <laughs> and blanket season is coming back to Blanket us. season is coming back, and I'm really trying to get a full-length cardigan because uh, so... That might be in the works, but it was it was the knitting. It was also the cricket making. It was also cooking. And there was a day I I just or there was a few days that I didn't have any output. How I was feeling required me to be still and to be present with my feelings. And I did not want to do that. But it didn't change that I needed to. Mm. And that day, showing up for that day that way mm-hmm. was the art for me. Wow. So that's where that comes from. Wow. It's it's really profound and telling to me that in the text of your soul affirmations, you're exploring this time and this space where you may not have wanted to show up to the day Mm-mm. differently, but you still had to, mm-hmm. right? And then you you talk about this art and, you know, we have the art of living. We have all these different ways to kind of survey our experience, right? Called life. Mm -hmm. But I'd be remiss if I didn't point out that your writing is such beautiful art. (laughs) And while you thought you may not have been exploring artistic outlets, there was a process that was happening deep within all along. Mm. And it wasn't up for you to decide when that was going to be. Mm-hmm. You just had to be with it. And in time, mm-hmm. it would show itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think there is art happening deep within us all um, yeah. when we give it time to be. And see, even when you say that, I have another affirmation around that understanding that talks about I needed all of those moments, all of those necessary moments mm-hmm. to be able Man, I got to look for it in there, but. <laughs> it's okay. I'll find it for you Man, since I seem to be enjoying I gotta, this book I got to so rehearse much. my own knowings. <laughs> but with yeah. all due respect, you know, it took you time to arrive at these knowings. And it took a lot of feeling mm-hmm. to articulate these knowings. Mm-hmm. So it isn't uncommon that you might take a, take a step back to widen your gaze. And then you re-engage with the affirmation according to how life um, comes to you. So I just want to big you up for giving us this toolkit to help us find our way. And also just to speak to the art in us, each of us. Mm. And this idea that it was happening deep within before you could even see is much like seeds, is much like the seasons that change. And it leads me to think about what else is happening over the course of time that we may not be aware of until the time matures. It makes me think about Mm -hmm. like not really knowing what we were experiencing in fullness in the month of October. Oh man. Yeah. Until we got the message from your mother. Yeah. Felicia's mom sent us a clip that comes from 
like, you know, when your iPhone auto- automatically generates uh, like where you were at this time, a year, two years, five years, however right. many it, years ago. It makes like a little movie or a little, mm-hmm. little story. Slide or. Mm-hmm. So we got a message from Felicia's mother that showed us where we were two years ago to the day. Mm-hmm. And we just didn't have it impressed in our memory, it seems, like what that day was two years ago. But certainly the body keeps the score. Man, I would argue that the reason for that is because in its truest form, I've said this before, October, the best way I can describe it felt like one day. So it is very Mm -hmm. difficult to pinpoint a particular day in memory because of how that month actually felt. Yeah. And grief is certainly disorienting. Mm -hmm. It's a blur. It's healing. Mm -hmm. We're still in the hospital. Mm -hmm. We're at home. So many things happen in October. Learning to look for and earn. I I remember all of these different realities, right? But with that being said, when Felicia's mother sent us that clip, it gave us reference for what we were feeling that we couldn't fully articulate. Mm. And it made me want to dig deeper into these memory clips. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where am I in in relative to where am I coming from? Mm. Not just where I'm at today. Where am I coming from? And our memory is so critically important when we remember who we are and where we come from. It informs how we show up to the moment. Absolutely. So in these memory clips, something else really, I guess, amazing is taking place in this shift. It is the ability to see that I'm proud of us Mm. for getting to today. (laughs) in a real way i'm grateful my faith is reaffirmed i'm sturdy insofar as not only we showing up to the day we're giving the best we can Mm. to one another and the world around us concerning uh, what we experience as a very grief illiterate world Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. adding to the scope of information and experience to help increase our literacy collectively Mm -hmm. is a world that I want to shape. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful we are taking that on Mm -hmm. in one of the memory clips that came through. I thought about the emotion I could see on your face. Right. I can still feel that room. And there were writings that were, being kind of downloaded to you without you knowing that there would be outputs. But all those experiences was informing every bit of today. Yeah. Every bit of today. Yeah. Yeah. Though challenging. Mm -hmm. I remember, um, you you told me that your photos was that Google. Tell me, tell me. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) two parts, two things happened. For me, one of them, much like how my mother's phone created this slide of pictures, Mm -hmm. my Google photos brought forth pictures from eight years ago, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And eight years ago, I'm looking at pictures 
of us in New York in Brooklyn mm-hmm. taking family photos and I'm seeing all who is present. Mm-hmm. Right. And one person in particular is Kareem. He's there mm-hmm. in those family photos and the photos actually were taken. Uh, we were all gathered together in Brooklyn because it was grandma's funeral. Mm-hmm. Right? I vividly remember. And as I'm looking at the photos, I'm like, oh, this is dope. I got to send this to the family. Zadik is a baby, right? Like, Jaji's super small. E is super small. And you see all of the kids together. And then the phone, Google asked me, how did it, it it was like a a Likert scale Mm -hmm. uh, to rate how it felt to look at the photos. Mm Mm-hmm. And for everybody out there who's not involved in statistics or any way, <laughs> Likert scale, right? Like she just throws that out as if every listener is aware. Of so it's like one to five. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so is it difficult, somewhat difficult, okay. not as difficult uh-huh. it, and so on and so forth. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, we got that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, but I, I enjoy, I enjoy the way you, you uh, drop the, uh, the vocabulary on us. As a statistician, <laughs> I just want to say thank you for that. No doubt, but yeah, it it asked me to rate how how it how how I felt looking at these images again, mm. and I found it unique that it would ask me right because it's like, okay, what are you gonna do with this data? Like, mm. you know, and and it was a little bit difficult, right? Mm-hmm. It was not as easy to recall there are triggers when when you see those images but was it worth it absolutely i'm grateful i haven't lost the love mm. i think we need to write google back and tell them ask another question <laughs> was it challenging on a scale but was it worth it what did oh, we find man and i think there's like a there's a correlation there in life right mm-hmm. what might be uncomfortable or challenging to endure render so many beautiful possibilities mm-hmm. how it grows you you said I'm grateful I haven't lost the love it reminds you eight years that love has been growing grateful I haven't lost the love man mm. this episode of Soul Affirmations is brought to you by McDonald's proudly serving communities since 1965 wow you know when I think about McDonald's I got a lot of stories it all depends <laughs> on like like whether it's childhood or mid-adolescence or young like adulthood. Everybody got stories. Got but there's a particular part of McDonald's when I was in grad school mm-hmm. and we didn't have Wi-Fi at the house because we couldn't afford it. I was a teacher. Man. And I would actually pull up to the McDonald's in Largo. Yes. And send assignments yes. into Blackboard. Yes, I I vividly remember that McDonald's in Largo and I could go into so many details about the ways they showed up for me at 4 a.m. I'm talking about whether it was after the club or just doing some grad school studying. Uh-huh. But I absolutely just value those memories and, and I love how McDonald's has always been present for us. So shout out. Yes. I'm loving it. Speaking of not losing the love, I see technology trying to do some really cool things mm-hmm. uh tries to make things almost easier for user um experience right it kind of wants to measure your behavior outputs make suggestions it identifies people now yeah 
But one of their latest suggestions was really an interesting phenomena for Felicia and I. I, I want to let Fee tell it because it's happening on her phone. It actually hasn't happened on my phone yet. But the way they are um, integrating the storyline. Right. So, yeah. Kamaya. So it makes it makes a story. Right. Like much like my mom's phone made a story for us about um, that day. And now my phone is putting together a story of Kamayu and Kamali thinking that they are the same person. Wow. So and on one hand, it fascinates me. Right. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it brings me joy. I, I love that the technology was able to do that. Because it's doing something that I'm actually not capable of doing right now and and showing how much they look alike mm-hmm. um, or even, you know, like Kamayu is not physically here for people to look at both of them at the same time and say, mm-hmm. wow, you know, like they're obviously sisters or wow, they look alike. Right. Well, you so look like your sister. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, it's man, I tell you how much I enjoy having moments like that. That's another part of grief that. Um, I think we kind of briefly talked about moments that I thought I would have talking about how cute she is or, you know, mm-hmm. as they grow and mature and what those conversations look like um, uh, across different strangers or even loved ones. Mm-hmm. So my phone is now doing this for me. And at first it was just identifying people in my phone. And whenever I had a picture of Kamali, here we go. <laughs> whenever I had a picture of Kamali, at the bottom, it would suggest that it should be put into the folder for Kamayu with one of her pictures. And I, I would take a picture of that. I'd scroll down and be like, oh, that's tight. Like, thanks, it's mm-hmm. Kamayu. But now my phone is really taking it to a whole new level. And it has showed Kamayu being born into who Kamali is today. Damn. And it's a, it's beautiful. And sometimes it bites. Mm -hmm. right sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a reminder of what i don't have with kamayu you know but then it's also this like sweet it's it's bittersweet i suppose Mm -hmm. because it's like wow like she does they do look alike you know they are sisters but what is it like the computer don't know absolutely (laughs) but when the, the 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 sweetness and the biting, right, mm-hmm. that you describe. And to me, it's like all of that. Mm-hmm. Give me all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The bite, the bitter, the sweet, the laugh, the memory. Give it all to me um, so I can make with it what I will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because in it comes these stories and it comes these truths and it comes this time in our life where there's no other way, right? You just we're just making our way through. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What's so unique in these memory clips, and it's showing you what you were doing on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, another one came in, showing where we were, maybe three years before the date, and this is me and my work, right? Serving families and education. I'm in East Oakland teaching. And you you can check out where you were two years ago to the date. 
So I was looking at where I was three years ago to the date and then two years ago to the date. Like, who was I becoming? Who did I become? Mm -hmm. And then at the next glance, we're in West Elm (laughs) at your book pop-up. Yeah. And when you talked about stories, like your writings say, it creates room for connectedness. It creates room for love and belonging. And we learned at your book Mm pop-up that it in fact was our storytelling Mm. much like the phone automates Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. us telling our story created room for others to see themselves in a journey that is so hard to define and so hard to find reference in yeah Um, i was in the car uh grabbing kamali's diaper bag and Shout out to my wonderful Kamali. She's here with us. Showed up early from her nap. (laughs) But I was in the car grabbing Kamali's diaper bag and some other stuff for the installation, right? Mm -hmm. And I saw this couple walking across the parking lot. And I saw them enough to make note that I could see them, but we didn't share a moment. Mm -hmm. It was just unique because this is a shopping plaza. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... She had a bouquet of flowers in her hand coming from a parking lot. And I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. But in a in a time and space where everybody's masked, I couldn't make out much of who the person was. And it was a couple. And I just thought that was interesting, right? Yeah. Like, they up early with some bouquet. Like, <laughs> they God up damn. early with a bouquet. That's, that's <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> and moments later, they walk into the store. Yeah. And... The mother expressed that she had been following me via my music from years ago. Maybe like a show that Soul Development did in like Brooklyn, I think. Mm. And you know how the algorithm works. You see things, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she had been following all along. Yeah. Even up until Kamayu's second birthday. She was unaware of our full experience. Yep. She said that. I saw it was a two-year-old's birthday, and I said, that baby don't look too. You're right. Talking about Kamali. Yeah. And then a friend of her sends us our page for reference, and she goes back and realized she was following all along Yeah. And, and, and did not see that part of our story. And apparently, as soon as she saw that part of our story, she mm-hmm. came to see Felicia Yeah. and myself. But and, I really want to honor the- And bearing gifts with yeah. a bouquet of flowers. I want to honor- the space of motherhood, uh, as you guys know, I often do in this space, but it was really profound what happened because we were telling our story. Yeah. And man, I was so moved by her coming in. She wanted to be the first. She said very, very clearly that she wanted to be the first because she had received signs that were divine synchronicities for her. Mm -hmm. That, brought her to us mm-hmm. she had recently lost her experience the double transition of her daughter mm-hmm. september 27th mm. after being in niku for several months and it was upon her going back and finding our story and how we defined our ourselves as angel parents that she was able to stand in that identity And Mm. even in bringing the flowers, 
even in bringing the gift, she even made a dream catcher for Kamali. She also brought forth some wisdom that I had not yet acquired. Mm-hmm. Already right on her journey with grief, she has found the understanding that, and, and I'm still wrestling with this, I'll be honest, mm-hmm. but I, I, I value so much what people find on their independent road of grief mm-hmm. because it is valid and it is valuable. And she shared with me how she now has an understanding. We have our ancestors for a reason, right? She called it the spiritual kingdom. There is a spiritual kingdom of which our ancestors reside. And she's like, it's like almost foolish to think that babies wouldn't even be there. Mm. Right. And that's a hard one for me to like swallow right now because I so badly like the way that I grieve Kamayu. I I try to keep her so close, Mm -hmm. but I love how she regarded the power of the babies. Yeah. And also what an honor it was for her to be an angel parent. And now she's learning how to parent her baby in this way. Right now, not only has she taken on the identity of an angel parent, but she is learning each day how to stand in that, what that looks like. Yeah. I was moved deeply when she spoke about the honor. Yeah, Um, man. I could not ignore the truths that she presented from her lived experiences. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I could not ignore the fact that despite the pain, it was an honor to hold that space with them inside of a place where folks are otherwise just um, busy with consumption. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. The furniture stores is like, let's go shop Saturday morning. Yeah. Let's go shop Saturday morning. And it wasn't just shopping Saturday morning. That store became a place of belonging for angel parents. Yep. And I remember that particular store being a place that we went when we were learning we were going to be Kamayu's parents. Felicia wanted to reimagine the space. <laughs> so she so had us in West Elm way more than I planned on ever being there. Oh, I loved it. And I would have to really take deep breaths and walk around the store and make sense of it. But in that it became a place of belonging for our parenthood, our angel parenthood and for other angel parents and soon to be parents all to come meet and celebrate this journey. I can't miss that. I know that Apple and Google are major technological tools Mm -hmm. for today's, I mean, just society, Mm -hmm. whether you're a creator, whether you are, Mm-hmm, managing mm-hmm. reports mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i wrote down yeah <laughs> but i wrote down that it was making stories and i said if technology is trying to make stories think about how important stories are then mm-hmm. and each of us are living stories and carry a story inside of us yeah if technology is automating stories at this point how powerful is it to have a true and living organic story inside of you mm. and it was the telling of this story that created space for somebody who was actually just in the beginning of the journey. Man. We had, we hadn't stepped out the house. Right. right. That, September that's 27th, what... you experienced a loss. We hadn't even stepped out the house and they came out the house into a safe space of belonging and story, bearing gifts yep. and bearing new perspectives for us to yep. sit with. Yep. 
And I could not disqualify the love that she delivered it with Mm -hmm. and the sincerity in her eyes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, the loving embrace of her partner. Yeah. I remember when I hugged him, I could feel it. Yeah. They came to connect and it was such a surreal moment because let me just name, right? When you, you take the labor of writing a book, the edits, the prints, the draft, the publication, the emotion, you order them by unit. So our society has a large metric on units. Right. And we measure in numbers. Right. And that's because we haven't yet learned to measure the depth of impact in one. But if you can deeply impact one, you could actually perpetually change the course of history for everything coming behind that one. If the Mm -hmm. impact is deep enough, if it's life changing enough. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding through agency and storytelling, Mm -hmm. through the storytelling, namely of being Kamayu's parents. And I talk about this often that I did not find the radical gentleness that I find for angel parenthood. I didn't find it for mothers who lost children to violence. Mm-hmm. So the more I experienced this radical gentleness and the West Elms of the world making space <laughs> for angel mothers, yeah, it begs of me to ask what type of space can we create for all mothers? Mm-hmm. Right. And they're different presentations of loss. Yeah. It is not, it is not lost on me that I saw that happen. But if we keep telling these stories, if we keep making space, if we keep doing this work, if we find deep gratitude in reaching one or 1,000 or 100,000, however that metric works, it's worth it. Ooh, thank you for the reminder because it thereby creates room for connectedness. It creates room for belongingness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it creates, creates room for, for love. Absolutely. And I'm grateful I haven't lost the love. So when we say about loving more abundantly, mm-hmm. it includes all of these paths. Yeah. And I don't know an abundant love without grief. I learned love in its Ooh. most bountiful way Ooh. when I was able to have contrast. And I'm finding this is how the human brain works, right? We need contrast. When I look back at where I'm coming from, I know I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. And I close my eyes. Hey, man, we've been playing that for a long time. For, I'm sorry, I had one, to sing one, it. One, yeah, one day Chronix is going to find out exactly <laughs> what his music means to our household oh, man. Uh, and what it's meant to our journey in love and grief and understanding that joy was not separate from grief. We can have both. I needed that. I needed to look back to know that. The only way you were going to find it. the only it. way you find it. And that's why the OG says hindsight is twenty twenty. When you be hearing that one, right? Hey, that's what they're talking about. But I also want to imagine a world where uh, grievers and and loving and lovers get to look back. Sometimes the grief is overwhelming, and you don't get to look back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think it's better if you exit stage left, mm-hmm. right? Because looking back, it just it hurts too much. It's the reminder of everything you wished, everything you wanted. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm I know this much now. I'm grateful for today and the ability to look back, mm-hmm. even if it bites. Ooh. I'll take it. Cause I'm grateful I haven't lost the love, man. Get what I keep I'm saying. saying it, but it. I wrote that down last night. 
in my reflection. To me, this is the way to purists rehearse the knowings. Yeah. Sitting down and reading something that just don't feel true, don't feel like rehearsing knowings, okay? That, <laughs> that feels like faking the funk, <laughs> right? To, to look at a page and just be like, oh, but this is true. <laughs> it ain't true to me right now. Brett. It ain't true to me right now. And I, it really ain't a damn thing you can do to, to make me sit with it. Right. But you earlier you said it was hard to swallow. And then I thought, oh, that's because sometimes you don't digest right away. Mm. You sit and survey. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. the idea that we go immediately into ingesting and processing. It just that's not the way I find it. I had to sit with some things before I could even process it. Mm hmm. And that's a grace that I want to remind us all to extend to ourselves and one another. Yeah. Room to sit with, not to have to process, not to make sense of. Sometimes that's the art. Sometimes that's the art. Showing up differently than you've done before. I can imagine somebody. Bringing it back around. (laughs) But that's, that's the way the good game go. But I can imagine somebody asking me now, like, how are you doing? And now I have more articulation for Mm -hmm. better answers. Mm Mm-hmm. That used to be a pretty tricky question, right? Right, and a question I didn't want to be asked. But it wasn't that they were being insensitive or... No. Uh, it's that we don't have, we're not armed with vocabulary, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What does this day present to you? How are you interfacing with this day? Mm-hmm. Right, different ways to ask the question, how are you? Mm-hmm. But now I know a different answer. I'm showing up differently than I've done before. That's right. And to have those answers sometimes get you from the anxiety of being asked into the bridge across that ask Mm -hmm. into a new knowing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Today I am situated in a new knowing fee. Mm. It's an absolute pleasure to come to these spaces with you to get situated in new learning. Yep. For the love to go deeper. I enjoy it. It's so we're so fortunate. So when I really be thanking the listeners <laughs> on the Black Love Podcast Network, I'm being for real. Like, how else could we come to this space if you were not coming to say there's value here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You create the conditions that allow us to explore our feelings and produce understandings for us and so many more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it just. I can't emphasize enough (laughs) that this is us together, y'all. This is not just uh, Fee or our producers or the technology. It's every listening ear. It's every heart that makes itself available. It's the ones who find articulations to say what this is doing and transforming. We thank you all so much. We thank you all so deeply. So, from Kamali. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> Fee, yeah. thank you for your writings. Thank you for modeling what it is to lean into the process, being an example of that. I want to thank our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. I want to thank our producer, Crystal Hill. Mm-hmm. Let me just say this. When I'm on this call mm-hmm. and I see emotional investment. Uh-huh. It helps me. It helps me yeah. that it matters to them as well. Yes, I I agree. 
Thank you, Kamali. Just taking notes, knocking down some some notebooks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope, Kamali, you don't have any reason to flip any tables, do you? Amen. No. Thank you all for tuning into another episode of Soul Affirmations. Yes. With Kamali and Felicia. <laughs> and Kariga. <laughs> and the listeners. Thank you for making space. May we all love more abundantly. Yes. And until we cross paths again, massive love. Peace. Peace.